everybody. This is the you need to know brought to you by our friends from Eggvisor Pro, which lately we've been getting a lot of questions on and it's been going hot and heavy in the spray season. So uh, it makes sense. And there's been a lot of good questions and there's actually one again, right as we decide to record that came up that we thought this is a hot button thing. Let's tackle this right away. I agree. And what's that question? question? You want to hear hear it? it? Yeah. You sure you want to hear it? Okay. okay. Bring it on. This this is out of Fargo, North Dakota, home of that great bison pride. And the question is, it's kind of long, so pay attention here now. I have a wheat crop currently at three leaves with some foxtail grasses and a few other broadleaf weeds. And most of the weeds are coming at about an inch tall. The plan was to put down some husky complete to pick out the foxtail and broadleaf weeds together. Always had a little yellowing action when applying Husky Complete, so I was wondering if that effect would be magnified to a point of serious injury with 110-degree Fahrenheit weather coming up this weekend. Would it be best to wait until the hot weather has passed to prevent injury or spray to improve weed control action? You do have to pay attention to that question. There's oh, a lot. yeah. There's, there's, there's but, a lot to unpack with that question. Well, it... Uh, It comes into, okay, so now you know the crop. You've got wet weeds or some grasses, some broadleaves. They're small. You've got a stage of crop, three leaf. And then there's a concern because we have hot temperatures coming in. And generally, the the farmer has experienced some yellowing. So it's the age-old question. Should I wait for this hot weather to pass to prevent injury? Or should I spray to get awesome weed control? And that right. happens, I think, every year, every different crops. This case, it's wheat, I guess, but it, it happens every year. This yeah. And so I'm going to say it like this. Matter of fact, I think I'm going to answer it today. Well, I am going to answer it today, but I'm going to answer it on the app and tell them, just go to the lake for the weekend. That would be yeah. the best. That would be the best course of action so that you don't feel guilty like you need to be doing something because it's probably going to be still out. It's going to be like that perfect wind wise spray weather, but 110 degrees, that's uh that that's pretty hot. And so I I want to bring it up this way first. And like I said, there's a lot of things to unpack with this and and we'll address the injury and the yellowing and that part of it here in a little bit. But there's a general spraying rule of thumb that I've always kind of adhered by and I think you do too, Jason. But uh it's that rule of 140. Now this is in Fahrenheit, but the rule of 140 is if your heat in Fahrenheit plus your humidity exceed 140 degrees, there's too much stress on that plant that you shouldn't be out spraying just injury wise that way on plant stress. Your efficacy is going to be outstanding, right? It's like uh, this morning, it was 67 above and the relative humidity was 86. And you walked outside, it was just, it felt wet. We just had this rain, it's still humid. Weed control is going to be outstanding. Crop response is also going to be show some of that. So personally, I don't get too excited about that yellowing. I have a tendency to see more of it when it's cool because the plant can't seem to metabolize that out. So the plant stays yellow. And generally you've got here, we're just talking about husky complete. There's probably going to be a fungicide in there as well to kind of maybe potentially enhance some of that. I see more leaf tip burning and things like that, that occur. This is, you got a combination here of uh, group 27 bleacher. You got a group six bromoxynil. You got a group two grass. So it's going to be, yeah, I would expect to see some leaf tip response to that, but 110, uh-uh, no, 
has. Right. You might experience too much when it comes to that. It's just going to be too hot. But like you were saying, uh, my experience with injury to crop from bromoxynil containing products generally comes from overcast and cooler weather. Cooler, so to speak, saying like the 50s to 60s and overcast when spring, wheat that little. Just just like you said, uh, bromoxynil is a photosystem inhibitor. And if that stuff's locked into the plant and it's not actively photosynthesizing, then it just kind of sits there and then you see that flash, that that yellowing, that kind of just groggy, sick look. And as soon as you get a sunny day, it's like snaps right out of it. Yeah. And uh, you got to remember, too, that uh, I'll make the assumption, being as this is in eastern North Dakota, there's probably decent moisture underneath this crop. And when you're going to we're going to hit some of these high temps, that plant is going to just stretch. It's going to really grow. So then your cuticle and your leaf surface, your, your plant is very active. And when you put chemistry on a leaf surface in that scenario, you're going to, you just have to expect to see more uh, response. Right. Right. You're going to just have a, yeah, like you said, you're going to have thinner plant leaf cuticles. It's going to just be more tender. It's going to be more easily uh, absorbing a lot of that chemistry, which is great for spraying weeds, but you got to keep in mind the crop as well. Yeah. And so it's just kind of weighing out those factors going, what's the risk versus reward? You know, do you want to burn the crap out of your crop? just to really get a good job on the the foxtail that's out in the field and the few broad leaves, or can you wait the weekend, go to the lake, go fishing, bass fishing. If you were me, I, I would do it. It's a great time of year to go do that. If you get a break, I for think, it, that's, that's I what think mentally you're already there. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. And it's only, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I would have a tendency to say the same thing. When we look at the temperature, we have very similar temperatures coming up. We're not going to be that warm, but we're going to be in the mid 90s. That is, we are, we, my guys are not going to be spraying during that time. If it dries out after the rain we've got here, we'll put some on up to that. But you can still see some things when you get around weather events like that. Certain chemistries, you're still going to see some stuff. I see three leaf wheat. I see weeds that are an inch tall. I got time with that product. And so I'm going to wait till things get a little bit more favorable and uh, you, you can't pull back once you've made that application. You're going to, you're, if you did that, your weed control would be just unbelievably fantastic being, it's not drought. The weeds are not hardened off. They're going to be actively going. You got that type of temp, you got direct sunlight. Oh my gosh. It's a agronomist dream. And this is a good thing to bring up. I'll interject a little bit here. Now, this is something you're generally not going to see in eastern North Dakota or, you know, in that region, so to speak. But as you get further west towards the Montana border, or if you're up in Saskatchewan and and farther west where you get in the more uh, typically arid areas, uh, something to consider when you get that hot of heat is paying attention to the Delta T value. And and that's just a I mean, we've explained that on our Agronomist Happy Hour podcast many times where it's just delta T is the delta is difference. T is temperature. So difference in temperature from a wet bulb to a dry bulb on a thermometer. So saying what's the difference in temperature at where it is at the current humidity versus where would the temperature be at if it was 100% humidity? Basically, it's just telling you evaporation rate. If I see 110 degrees in Western North Dakota into Eastern Montana, I'm assuming my delta T values are so high that my evaporation rate potential is extremely high as well. And it would probably be a good idea not to be spraying in those conditions just because 
we'll run into the situation we had last year where it felt like you just didn't accomplish anything with all the different herbicides that should have worked. And really the reality was that your evaporation rate was so high that you were Mm -hmm. losing 30 plus percent of your sprayed solution out of your nozzles before it even landed on the plants. So again, where where you have high humidity, that's not going to be an issue. And, and I know for a fact in Fargo right now, it's not going to be a low humidity situation. So the Delta thing, the Delta T thing probably isn't going to play out there. But I was just thinking for everyone else listening this further west that does experience temperatures like that, that is a very strong consideration you should be making. Yeah, personally, I don't think that anybody, once you get over 95, you shouldn't be Fahrenheit, you shouldn't be spraying anyway. Um, right. There's, there's, you, you, can, you can wait. Uh, if, if that's sustained for a couple of days, your plants are stressed out. Your weeds are going to be stressed out. So uh, I would, this is my client, I'd say, I we're, we still got some time. We can put this on. If you're at a, an inch now, you're probably going to be maybe two inches you got a, in a week's time. You've got a week's play within there and uh, we'll have better weather to deal with. So that's a great question. It's, uh, I like the detail in it. Goes through and gives you lots of uh, their, well, their concerns, their, their situation, where they're at, what they're using. And uh, they just tossed it out there. And a uh, pretty classic question that gets asked every year. It could be dry beans, 4th of July. It could be, exactly. you know, you name it, uh, same type of thing. So, And this is the kind of question that's going to get asked in Eggvisor Pro that will get responses because of the specificity of the question. So the question yeah. is asking direct things with details that your very nerdy agronomist friends that are all a part of it. And it's not just Jason and I, there's hundreds of us that are on there and really, really good agronomists that answer questions on the Eggvisor Pro app. And I even learned from some of those by following those questions on the Eggvisor Pro app. So it's one of those things that even after you answered it, if you follow it, you can see what everyone else is saying. And maybe there's something you can learn as an expert too. On, right. on seeing how people answer those questions differently. So this is uh, this is the exact example of a absolutely wonderful question that can be asked. Is it too hot to ever bass fish? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> and the answer is no. It's never too hot <laughs> to go bass fishing. <laughs> well, you gotta. You probably gotta do the same thing. You gotta time when you're gonna go out on the day because you're on the water and some of them temps, man. You gotta you gotta play it safe, hydrate, and keep covered. And yeah, you just you gotta plan. I think before things get too deep, I'd say that's a wrap on this one. And that's the you need to know this week. It is. Good luck spraying, everybody. Yeah. Good luck, everyone. Stay safe. Keep hydrated. Go to the lake if it's 110, please. (laughs) See ya.